Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, it's Michelle. Uh, this is Fresh Batch. I just want to let you know before you tune into this brand new episode, we recorded this on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. And uh, we do talk about this situation that happened with Bachelor in Paradise and we're sort of operating off of information we've heard, but a lot of stuff is coming out. Um, so if you're listening to this on, let's say, a Thursday or Wednesday, there's going to be new stuff we don't even know about. So just keep in mind, that's the situation. It's pretty awful overall. But anyways, thank you for listening. And here we go. Today's show is brought to you by Casper.com. Receive $50 towards any mattress purchase at www.caspertrial.com slash freshbatch. And by WarbyParker.com. Get a free five-day home try-on at www.warbyparkertrial.com slash freshbatch. Five pairs, five days, 100% free. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to Fresh Batch on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and write us a nice review. Thanks, guys.
Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Fresh Batch. Um, I'm Michelle Collins, your host. It's a hot, sizzling hot day here in New York, and I'm here with two sizzling hot guests. Um, it's a theme. And we're going to redo this intro, right, guys? Just kidding. This is it. This is it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so joining me today, really two of my favorite people uh, and two inspirations to me, and I really do mean that. Uh, first of all, we have the founder, I guess co-founder, but let's say founder because the other one's not here, <laughs> of Bust Magazine, a magazine that I actually once worked for, and we're going to talk about that. No way. Yes. Oh. Marcel Carp is Hello. here. Hello. Although I'm not there anymore, caveat. Yeah, right. We're caveat. going to talk about yeah, everything you're yeah. up to. And then someone who we've traveled together, we've really journeyed together. Oh, yes. We've uh, gone far. Far. In the tri-state area. I was going to say like a two-hour bus ride. <laughs> yeah, I am. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of my favorite people and actors. Michael Yuri is here. Hi, Michael. Hi. Hello. Hello, everyone. Oh my God. And Michael, you're in a new play. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a new play. Government Inspector. That's correct. I'm so glad I got that. Yeah. And it's where where can before we even get into oh, well, it, plug the, it at the top. It's the Red Bull Theater Company, and it's called the Government Inspector. Um, get your tickets. It's very funny. An amazing cast. I'm doing a show at the Coked Up Reservatory. <laughs> Down the road from the Red Bull <laughs> Theater. <laughs> it's called Where Are My Keys? Where Are My Keys? Someone help me find my keys. It's really good. It's actually great. Anyway. Well, it's not it's not the Red Bull as in the, the energy drink. Oh, it it's, isn't? No, no. It's oh, not. God. That's a common mistake. Obviously, well, like, uh, it, why wouldn't it be? It's called Red Bull. And what's the most famous thing called Red Bull? But the energy drink. Right. And farther down on the list is the Red Bull Theater, which is uh, or was an, a physical theater in the Jacobean era in uh, Elizabethan, Elizabethan, well, Jacobean England, uh, which is like the, you know, like the, are you asleep? Did I, did I, did I, did I, I, uh, I, I feel I like you? I'm learning a lot of stuff about the old times. Yeah. I felt yeah. uncomfortable with the pronunciation of Jacobean because yeah. I was like, I think I say Jacobian, like Jacobian Myers, but I think that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even being funny. I'm like, is that how you say it? you're so Jacobi? <laughs> Wait, can you pronounce it again? So the I Jacobean Theater. Jacobean. Yeah. I'm going to have to say it 10 times. Uh, at Jacobean. Least today. I'm going to go to Starbucks and be like, Grande Jacobean. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm on ketosis. Um, all right. So okay. So this company, the yes. Red Bull Theater, specializes in Jacobean tragedies, or at least that's where they that, that was sort of their mission statement from the beginning. And they're like a classical theater company. But this play is um, a 19th century Russian comedy. Oh, my favorite kind. Yes, yes. That has been adapted um, by a modern writer. Uh, it's still we still sort of dress and look as if we're in, but it's very funny. I believe it. Very uh, um, slapstick uh, physical comedy. Door slamming, but also political. It's really, it, it was not supposed to be topical, but it, it, it has become very topical. And we're going to get to the Bachelor stuff, but now that we're discussing Michael's career, which is really all I ever want to do, I actually <laughs> saw you perform in LA in Buyer and Cellar. Oh. You were so great. Oh, in that. thank you. Thank and I didn't you. even that... know you then. I know. Remember? It was before we met. It was before we were Wait, friends. Wait, how did you guys meet? Well, we actually did meet that night because I'm going to drop a celebrity name and hopefully he's listening. I was with Jerry O'Connell, I think. Oh, and then I oh, went backstage right. to meet you with Jerry. Of course. And Jerry, who I love. And um, I awesome. felt very excited to meet Michael because it's Michael Yuri. I was like, oh, it's him. And then you were like, hello. No, you were nice. But you were like, hello. And like, then talked about Jacobian Theater for two hours. I was like, <laughs> who wants to be friends with him? I mean, I'll be honest. All right. But we're here today. You're fabulous. Both of you, Marcel. Thank you guys for being here. Oh, thank you. Let's kick this 10-hour-long uh, episode off. 
<laughs> People immediately delete. Um, talking about this scandal, because first of all, we have to say there was no new Bachelorette last night because of the NBA finals. Not because of the scandal. No. That was already, there was already not going to be a Bachelorette. No, there was basketball. Sports. Right. Yes. And actually, Robert Mills, who I adore, he's one of the like ABC executives. So I'm not just saying that, but he's a great guy, said on his podcast that it was going to be repeat already last week. So I wasn't scarred by it. But I was scarred. And I watched the NBA fucking final. I was like, why? Because I'm so used to watching ABC at that time that I live tweeted the final. Wow. That's how sad my little Did life you, Were you what able to follow won? the game? Yeah. What, what won? What won? Um, this, uh, I was able to follow it. And actually, there what was a man-on-man man kiss. <laughs> what one? she said. <laughs> what, so what, what? The tall ones. It was what, what outfit? Which color outfits? Was it the blue or the orange? It was the or white. white ones, white. which were the nicer ones because the Cavalier, not that anyone cares, but the yeah. Cavalier uniform was fucking disgusting. I was like, that's like Filene's basement closed because of uniforms like that. Like, it just wasn't nice. Anyways, so I did live tweet it, but. We didn't even need a new bachelorette last night. And this is actually yeah. how the gods sometimes, yeah. they give and they take. And right. in this case, they took. And it's actually almost hard to even joke about because the details that are kind of coming out about what happened, of course, we're talking about the Bachelor in Paradise scandal. I mean, it really is a scandal that, that broke, I guess, like three or four days ago uh, this weekend. But let's discuss um, yeah. the, well, the, go on. Ask. I have a question. Yes. Because I, 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 I don't really understand how this show works. The Bachelor in Paradise is a spin-off of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yes. And it's two it's it's like there's a bachelor and a bachelorette and a bunch of or they're all bachelors and bachelorettes. It's all like the losers, let's call them, the losers in love uh from <laughs> each season and they call them back it's like a kind of all-star cast and every week Either the girls pick the guys and they have like six roses for eight guys. So two go home of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Then the next week they bring in two more women. Okay, and it. so it's like a musical cheers. like peen and vag chairs kind of situation right. where <laughs> like, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Marcel, you yeah. watch it? I don't. I thought it was like a real world thing where everyone was like, woohoo, we're all here. I had no idea. There's and, still an element of competition, but yeah. this which makes it good. This yeah. season hasn't yet aired. Or it, ha- has, it has not aired. They were just and will never shooting air. it. Okay. Well, I got to okay. say, so, I mean, let's let's go into the details. And yes. you know what's interesting? Because obviously, look, I hosted the after show last summer. Yes, I, I, yeah. It was, I'm not just saying this, like, the best job I've ever had. Like, oh. everyone I worked, I really mean it. Like, the people were great. Like, and you know, I kind of make fun, a lo- fun of a lot of these people. And they came on, they were, for the most part, like, great sports about themselves. And the producers were great. It was really, they let me do my thing. I loved it. So I do feel in a way like a little bit yes. scared to kind of get into it too deep because I don't want to completely bury whatever shreds of my career remain. <laughs> well, we're also in an alleged mode, right? Like we don't really... We don't know, we we don't don't know, know the know. details. It's still, right? It is alleged it is mode. Still, yeah. I mean, TMZ, Daily Mail, this is all yeah. and the host, alleged because the they print a lot of lies, but yeah. The host just came out with a statement saying, did you read this statement? That when, the, today? Yes. No. I'm looking it up. Chris the, Harrison? Chris Harrison <gasps> came out My with a baby statement boy, today. My baby boy, Chris Harrison? Let me look it up. Saying that the media reports are conflicting. Oh. Well, that's true. We knew that I mean, already. he was ba- he basically... I mean, you should look at it, though, because... But it basically, it, he says uh, the truth has not come Chris out Did I say Chris Hansen or Chris Harrison? Harrison. Oh, thank God for that. Because I just Googled Chris Hansen, and I was like, God, Chris Harrison looking good. <laughs> because you know I love me some Chris Hansen. But anyways, <laughs> I got really confused. They're both like equal white man levels. Okay, hold on. 
no, Chris, um, Chris Harris, and also fine. He also fine. Oh, I see it. Yes, look at Michael Yuri. He googled it. Yeah, read it. Read the statement. You should read it. Yes, misinformation out there. Well, look, of course there would be, and let's be honest. Okay, let's get into what happened. Let's find out what happened. Basically, what we it seems that happened was there was a drunken blackout situation where, oh no, an autoplay. All right, don't edit that out. Where, um, (laughs) where I guess. Demario, this is what again all alleged, but Demario, who we all know, love, and hate from this past season, um, was drinking a lot. Corinne, who is a star, like she was going to be the star of the season, no matter which way you slice it. She was the star of Nick Nick's season just this past year. Got hammered. They apparently went to the pool to hook up. I'm going to quote my source, which is an internet website that says <laughs> that she sat on his face. Can I say that? And that's, I guess, what Demario was saying. That so it was like outside. If watch me get sued for this that's podcast, what, I'm like sweating. Yeah, that's what he said. Demario said she sat on my face. Yes, and that's why it was like, how can why you give do you consent? Have to say, why does that have to be said? Why well, well he's gross. But why? also, I think because he's saying that like no she, consent needed. I mean, she with her climbed, own yeah climbed on top, made some actions happen. Yeah, you know what I mean. So anyway, so this is one of the reports that came out, but. Before we even go into all these conflicting reports, I mean, what we have to also explain is anyone who's involved, because now there's apparently a lawsuit pending because, and again, I, you know, I'm speaking from what I've read, which is all out there. I don't know anything that hasn't, you know, been published already, but one of the producers went, I guess, to an attorney to sue the show because she felt like she was working on a porn shoot and oh she felt God. uncomfortable. And like, you know, I, I hate saying it cause it's a franchise I love so much. And like, ugh, it makes my skin crawl if that happened. You know what I mean? But, um, I guess some of the other contestants were uncomfortable with it and wanted, um, production to stop filming. I mean, it's a real gray line on a show like this where the whole point is that they get drunk and hook up. Right. So where does the, where do the police come in to say, well, now they're too drunk. And, you know, when they're trying to make TV, it's kind of a moral yeah. qualm, let's call it. Um, but also, no one's going to leak to the press if they're involved in a lawsuit because they could, once lawyers get involved, you're fucked. Like, but you can't. You, uh, lawyers are involved because what, I think what yes. Chris Harrison's statement said was that right now it's just an internal investigation within Warner Brothers ABC. But you're hearing otherwise. I, I feel mean, like we're talking about. Russia. <laughs> this is literally yeah. the VEB this bank. Really I'm Comey. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't feel comfortable talking about this in an open setting. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, with the microphone. By the way, that was also great last it's week. Basically, but yeah. Russia meets Unreal, basically, is what's uh-huh. happening right now. Right. Like, yes. I really felt like I was reading everything yesterday. I'm like, oh, this is like what happens on Unreal. But it's happening in real life, in reality life. Like, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah it's like, a, yeah, I know the whole. We call it Nyet Real. I'm thinking, like, what the, what the Russian Unreal would be called. <laughs> I actually don't watch. Watch Unreal. <gasps> oh my I. god! No. Oh my god! It really taught me everything I know about reality. TV. Really? Yeah, Did yeah. it really? Yeah, yeah. I because I don't uh, in general don't watch reality television. Right, but 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 because it's not actually real. Yeah. Because because what I read was <laughs> <laughs> well, what I read was like the, the, that uh, the Demario and what's her name Demario and Corinne Corinne yeah. were told this is your scene you're going to get drunk and go mm-hmm. no. So it's not pre-produced that way? I don't believe it is. I mean, obviously they went further than they were supposed to go Sorry. on camera. But, but this is, okay, this is, then I have another side question. Yes. Um, this happens all the time on these rom- romance shows, these dating, these dating Roma- shows. I call them romance shows. Romance shows, shows yeah. where like, they, they drink because there's always a lot of alcohol and not much food, right? The bartender is a character on the show. His name is Jorge. <laughs> 
Like the bartender has a credit in the opening sequence and he is beloved. I mean, oh, yeah. he's, he like shakes a pineapple. Like he's so great. You just want to hang with Jorge. But they drink mm-hmm. and then they're supposed to fall in love, which that's how I do it. Yeah. yeah right. That's and really how it works. Uh-huh. Like they're yeah, supposed yeah. to go and fall in love and they're supposed yeah. to like, yeah, yeah. they're supposed to hook up. Like that's part of it. But there have been, I mean, listen, this is why I won't watch Unreal because I still suspend belief. Like even when I'm watching House Hunters, I'm still like they're really hunting. Like I don't want to think that these people already dropped four hundred and twenty thousand on the townhouse in Topeka. You know what I mean? You know that House Hunters is like completely <laughs> fake, but I don't want to know. Like I yeah. actually feel more comfortable thinking that it's like okay. I mean, I know some of it, of course, is sure. produced. Clearly, I've worked in TV, but I don't know. I. What has happened on Unreal? Because actually, have you watched both seasons? Um, no, uh, Unreal. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Because I was reading, like everyone is saying, "Oh my God, it's like Unreal, Unreal." That there was a situation that mirrored the show, almost that this mirrors the show. So, do you remember what happened on Unreal? Um, well, there's uh, the Unreal really goes behind the scenes, so you're really in the control room. You're really watching the producer saying, "No, no, make this happen." So, like I, like when I was reading about Corinne and. To Mario, I was like, "Oh my God, this is like, this is like the uh, the Shiri Appleby character going, Rachel, the Rachel character going, no, no, make it happen, you know, where she's like trying to convince somebody to almost commit suicide, or you know, or you know, to come out even though she hasn't come out yet, like all the horrible things that she's making these girls do." Mm. I was like, literally looking at. The people I went on people.com. Sorry, that's where I got my information. It's a great I think plug. that's where I yeah, saw it too. Right. They said that plug. that was, was the. Like, yeah, I was reading everything through the Rachel lens. Like I was like, yeah, the Rachel Unreal lens, not the Rachel Bachelorette lens. Well, listen, I think that yeah. we all know that a part, a big part of the show, if not really the only part, is to watch people get drunk and hook up. I mean, that is right. why it's fun and watch their meltdowns when they get jealous. And, you know, there's no, I mean, for sure, production knows that these people are going to get hammered. And it's interesting because, you know, I've worked on shows where the whole idea is that you drink and you do stuff, but, like, they're very careful. Like, you really can't have more than one drink. And if you drove there, even if you drive home hours later, they will not give you even a sip of alcohol because they could be liable for, God forbid, anything happening. So I wonder how the rules are different. When they live there. When they live there. But, you know, you never know. Someone could fall off a cliff. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, I think that actually no. Anyways, and also happen? from the from the other side, from like the network side, yeah, these guys are all signing NDAs. They're yeah. all signing like you know yeah. serious contracts where they're they are um, participating in this show as the show is being dictated. Mm. So it, it's. Uh, it's really I'm really proud of that producer who went to yeah. who went up who like spoke up and said no no something went wrong here but and what, I gotta go on well what's different what yeah. what is different about this situation then because surely this isn't the first time that intercourse has... hello last season well this is what okay I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. what I think might be different about it but last season my favorite couple they were engaged and then they broke up and I'm still healing but um, <laughs> Lace and Grant Lace who was like crazy Lace from her season and then ended up totally recarving history and making herself wonderful and then Grant who is hot as shit if he's listening hey babe we're like Instagram friends I don't really want to get into it but um, <laughs> Grant is like hot as shit they slept together on the show Without actually, I don't think that she knew that it was even going on. It was like night vision camera, like raccoons in the wild. And 
they had sex on camera. I mean, under a blanket because hello, it's like real world style, you know, back in the, I mean, that was happening on the real world. I always bring up the real world because it's like my encyclopedia. It's the base. base. But, um, and speaking of which, by the way, yes, uh, my UCB show Wednesday, I just want to do this quick plug because this is fun. I have a UCB show Wednesday night at the UCB Chelsea at 8 p.m. Irene from real world Seattle is going to be at the show. And, you know, we, a couple weeks ago, talked about her slap with Steven, her big fight. I don't know if you remember it. Yes. I still think about Puck. I don't know. I still oh, think about Puck. I hated Puck. I mean, He's I not going to be there. But anyway, so come to that if you care. <laughs> but no, but getting back to it, like they, so they've showed sex. Something here had to go very wrong. I mean, for them, look, let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise is a ratings juggernaut for ABC. It is one of their biggest summer shows. I mean, they, I, I read something yesterday on, um, I don't know, some website that, I think it came in third last summer overall. And like the Olympics were on last summer. Do you know what I mean? Like it just really does well. And they've already sunk a lot of money into this season. Obviously. No, I mean in Bacardi alone. And like for them to have to scrap, cancel the whole thing, it has got to be very serious in a way that like, it's very hard. You know, I would never joke about anything that we're reading. Right. I have to say though, that when you hear the names of the people involved, it isn't a 100% Surprising. I don't know if it's called victim blaming if you're blaming both the people. <laughs> like, right. Because Demario and Corinne were problematic on both of their seasons. They yeah. were the yeah. attention whores. I mean, they, you know, both had major storylines. They were like really the driving drama of their seasons. Uh-huh. And so the fact that these two, it's almost like in Wonder Woman when her cuffs crossed and like the world yeah. blew up. It's yeah, like yeah. these cuffs crossed and like the whole shit blew up. I mean, it's, I, I just. So they were a poisonous combination, very potentially. Were they sleeping around a lot in their seasons? Oh, Demario's wow. not a good boy. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He yeah. showed up on the Rachel season with a girl on the side, and then the girl shows up at a basketball game with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar there. Kareem was I witness mean, to really a I great mean, come episode. On. Yeah, <laughs> she and that girl. You know, I call her Turkey Gristle because she showed up half bald, like so yeah, thin. Yeah, I was yeah. worried for her. I, I was, was like, very can concerned. someone get her a nugget? No, she. Yeah, no, no. Marcel. I feel like she may have uh, had a stint or two at like one of the uh, Goldfingers, like one of those gentlemen's clubs. Oh, you know, like, I feel like, oh, yeah, yes, that too. No, I mean, guys, like this isn't should. right. But yeah. she looked, she didn't look normal. But, but um, so it, and you know, I know a girl who slept with Demario for a few months actually, and he was texting her up until leaving for Paradise, wanting to get together with her. So he's a player. I mean, the guy knows what he likes. Okay, white girls. He's a handsome, <laughs> tall drink of water. Like he's I, hot. He's, yeah, when I was well, watching him play basketball, I was agreeing with the commentary. It's hot. Yeah, watching a man do sports. See, do yeah. sports. Yeah, well, you know. You know what puts it over the top <laughs> for me is um, when they hold their children, which is like how you know that I'm damaged. But I watched. <laughs> Because, like, why would that do it for me? But I watched, uh, like, yesterday after the game, I was like, ugh, this game is so boring. And then at the end, like, Kevin Durant's mom was crying. She was so amazing. And, like, um, I just put my finger in my water. But it's fine. I'm too excited. You're hot. I'm boiling. (laughs) Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, I guess. Are, Are these the Cavaliers? Uh, the Golden the, State the Warriors one. one. Yeah, he was holding his little girl, who is like a mini him twin. Like, oh, I was. I'm told. I tweeted that I dropped half my remaining eggs. They all cracked. And <laughs> it's over for me. But um, so so this. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, so now the show is canceled. Meanwhile, I'm like, well, now they have an hour worth of programming. Call me ABC. I mean, I can put on <laughs> some show. They don't even need to give me the Mike Myers Gong Show makeup treatment. They can just <laughs> throw me out. I don't even know why that's happening. But whatever. What makeup? He's like playing a character. Anyways, it's oh, fine. It's very nutty professor. It's Mike Myers hosting. Yes. 
but he's doing it like it's basically his fat bastard character, but yeah. in like thinner makeup. Some it's it's gonna be a great show. I'm excited for it. Okay. So um, I really am. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it looks funny. It does look funny. Listen, I love a celebrity judge. You know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Michael, yeah, you've yeah. done that kind of stuff. Sure, it's fun. What shows have you been on doing that? I did uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> The dream. Yeah, it was so amazing. The, are you watching uh, this season? No, I'm not. What? I know. And I you know. were a judge? I know, I was a judge. I'm curious. You know what? I, there was something about, like, I, I love it so much. Yeah. And after being a judge, not that I don't, like, that, that I'm not as addicted to it anymore, but it did kind of, I sort of, it, there was something about being a judge that I was like, oh, I don't need it. You know, I don't, I don't crave it as much. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like you got your big fix. Yeah, and, and so like I just think it. back, you know, when I, when I want to think about Drag Race, I think about when I was on and like those queens and it was such but a good, and I was Snatch good. Game too. I was, I was there for You Snatch were Snatch Game? game? I mean, so this good. is like the Oscars oh, of I was RuPaul. very lucky. Uh, I was what very, season very were you lucky. On? Last season? Uh, it was season, no, it was seven, I think. It was, uh, what season are we on now? We're nine. nine. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I think it was seven because it was. It was uh, Katya. Oh, oh I, I love, love Katya. Katya. Oh. oh, Katya was Susie Orman. Oh, forget that. I remember it. Game. I remember it. There were two uh, Donatella Versace's. Uh-huh, sure. Of course, because <laughs> what the fuck else are they going to do? Yeah. And, and then, uh, oh, Adele. Uh, what's her name? Played Adele. And it was brilliant. You know, that's the celebrity I'm most mistaken for. Adele? I'm not even making that up. Really? I know Michael's face. That's, that's why so we're friends. That's so flattering. I love her. She's so gorgeous. That's very flattering. It's yeah. Her. It's also kind of funny. Actually like, there's only mistaken. two. Actually, Not like really mistaken, but people are always like, do you know who you look like? And I, my body fully armadillos, like the mustache sticks out. I'm like, who? And my face cracks like a mirror. They're like, Adele. Um, I used to get Goldie Hawn, so I know how you feel. That's yeah, great, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Well, Goldie not Hawn. this Goldie Hawn, though, like this Goldie Hawn. No, but Goldie Hawn. <laughs> the faces you just me. made. I'm trying to think. If someone said Jessica Tandy to me, I'd be like, you know, she had a moment in her youth. I'll take it. Jessica Tandy, you know, in 1940s, yes. Jessica Tandy. No, but they always say, because they, they're always like, because of your makeup. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I'm eating like a Crunchwrap Supreme. I'm like, okay, thank you. You can leave now. Um, okay. Anyways, I'm like, I get mad. But meanwhile, I'm like, need to even talk about I'm like, how dare they? Uh, <laughs> so anyways. So, um, so, yeah. so oh, yeah. just intercourse. It has to have been. They did not sleep together. No, so let's get back. We're going no, to Bachelor in Paradise. She sat on yep. his face, so that's she not... She sat on his yeah. face. Well, that's Which intercourse. Is, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but really. it's... In a way, it's like much more... I mean, at least with sex, you can cover it with a blanket. If you did cover yourself with a blanket when you sit on a guy's face, I mean, it's going to look like Casper the Friendly Ghost. You know what but I mean? But are like, they at fault for doing that? Or are the, are the is the show at fault for staying in the area and continuing to film the it? The issue, I believe, is that the producers did not get Stop. involved. You mean didn't stop them? Yes. Yeah. So they that is a no no. That is a that doing I think, that is a no no. And again, I don't want to say anything because you know it's tough because it's like my most beloved show and right. I don't want to. It's like, but I'm not doing anything. I'm literally reporting what's out there, and right. that's what it is. I just I have a weird thing because I don't want to like go sure, too sure. far with it. You know what I mean? But it seems to me like they scrapped the season. They have now an hour of programming. I mean, it just sucks. It's a shame because it really is the best part of summer. I hate to say that. Like, Bachelor in Paradise is a summer staple. So now, I, you know, rumor is the show is canceled for the summer. And I hope it's not true. But also, I don't see how they can recover from this kind of a serious accusation kind of thing. Um, and whether or not it'll ever even come back. I mean, I think if it does come back, and I really hope it does, 
I mean, they, what they should do is like a winter one because usually I think Bachelor starts in January. So they could actually do like a ski chalet. That would be kind of chic, actually. Aspen. Like an Aspen, yeah. like just, and then people are just passing out from lack of oxygen, which I don't think you can sue for. So, <laughs> so, oh, the um, outfits are so cute in Aspen. That's it the only, pl- yeah. only way I could be on it oh is in like a big coat. <sighs> wow, this is intense. It's yeah. actually it's really, really intense. And if it is about, if one of the two were blacked out and the other continued. Yeah doing whatever it was that was happening. And I only hope that is because it's so serious. I just hope that it's serious for a reason. Do you know what I mean? And that someone there isn't taking advantage of the fame, the money, the show, you know, because don't forget, this is like, it's, it's like a bear trap. I can't explain it to you, but you just never know. But I do believe if a producer was involved and we don't know that for sure, because now people are saying there isn't one who knows, that it is there something. Isn't a producer involved? You they mean, don't know. I, I mean, again, right, we're right, speaking right, right. here from pulling, you know, I, I yes. will say, I will give credit is that I texted a couple people just to be like, how are you? Whatever. Uh, of those, not even to get information, but just I have friends, whatever. And um, everyone was like, can't talk about it. Love you. I was like, bye bye. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so, you know, real. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real. Yeah. Well, of course, it's and real. And it's yeah. been, what, like 30 seasons of Bachelor, Bachelorette yeah. version, these ver- versions of these shows where where these things are, you know, we're, we're, we're drinking and screwing are happening. And let's be honest. And nothing's ever happened. I'm nothing's guessing they been. incur... I mean, I'm guessing that there is never um, an issue getting alcohol there. Meaning, when you're in the mansion, I mean, people... Excuse me, coffee, burp, edit that out. No, leave it in. Leave it in. It's real. I like people like that. Um, no, we're people... Um, <laughs> People, you know, they start shooting very late. People are drunk. People have been eliminated on, you know, Mohit. My love, love of my life, Mohit was eliminated and he was too hammered. And so I do think that they kind of do like to see people drunk because they act crazy. And, you know, I'm a very even keeled person. But if you give me like a bottle of rosé, I will sob. (laughs) And I will do it on camera without even realizing it's happening. And um, I will say that I will when I in the summer I go to Fire Island and I go to I go to Fair Harbor, which is, you know, more of a middle age community and when oh. I want some woohoo I will go to Ocean Beach because that's where the alcohol is. Can I say something? Yeah. I've never been to Fire Island but three words that just sold me middle-aged community. I'm in. <laughs> when, when is the ferry leaving? Uh, I mean, you can come stay with us. I have a really? house right on the bay. Oh, beautiful. I'll show you pictures. Yeah, everyone is coming. Look everyone's face yeah, in this going. room. We're like yeah. So when you want some boohoo. When I want woohoo. When, when I want to go woohoo. You know. Uh, oh oh, you know, oh I see. Oh, I see. When I want some boo-hoo, boo-hoo I drink I just alone. Look in the mirror. I was like, I, I thought you would cry, boohoo, boohoo. Hey, no shaming, no physicality. No. Shaming. Another person I'm compared to often is Mrs. Baskets. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyways, listen. No, I'm joking. Um, my favorite show, by the way. But anyways, Brilliant. Um, okay, wait. So that's what's happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's pretty much all I can say without personally being pulled into. But yeah. if this is true, yes. and if like there has been some kind of uh, some kind of inappropriate behavior, mm-hmm. and it is the first time it's ever happened on The Bachelor, then ABC is doing the right thing by shutting it all down. They have to, sure. and one hundred percent. Yeah, no yeah. credit credit to ABC. Yep. Yeah, look, I mean, they have. So many other shows this summer. They're all doing all those game shows. They have Match Game and um, Animals Coming to, li- to, to Becoming Smart and Killing People. That's CBS, the zoo show. 
Oh Wait, my god! What? I thought that was is a game like, show. I got excited. Like oh, smart no. animals. Is that like that horse like, documentary? Is that what that no, is? No, this is a. Oh my god! I talk a, about that zoo. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, go on. Zoo. It's called Zoo. The TV show. Wait, what was that documentary called? I, zoo. I think it all. There's a oh, horse really? documentary called Zoo. Yeah, stooping and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we got to look it up. Wait a minute. We talked it's about that. That was in. For, um, yes, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what stooping is. This is the second time Zoo has come up on this this podcast, and this is the third. Fourth episode, and it's the second time we've talked about zoo. It's about horse fucking, Michael, and it's I've never seen. It. I won't see it. I won't see I'm it. Good. I'm good. I don't no, 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 no. Maybe that's, that's what they should air instead of Bachelor in Paradise. You're yeah. like now the other zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, with CBS, hosted by Chris Hansen. I'm like, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like have to explain Yiddish to you. Oh, not at all. Like, no, not at all. Stupping? I was just did not. You didn't know stupping? No, I did oh, know stupping. I just, just did not expect stupping. Yeah, with the horse. With no, the horse. Okay, yeah. I didn't yes. expect it to be about horse stepping. I thought. Let's like not talk about zoo anymore. I feel like we've already, we already that crossed up. the zoo uh, river. Um, okay, wait. Now, Marcel. Yes. Oh, wait. I want to talk to you guys also about what you do. You know, this podcast has no, I'm not organized. I have two phones. No. And no yeah, sc- the two phones. Expo- <laughs> can, you, can you explain the two phones? I like the two phones. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I have two phones, ladies and gentlemen out there. It's <laughs> not because of my bustling drug dealing um, business which is what keeps me knee-deep in tunics. Um, it's, and I am, by the way, this is a full dress I'm wearing with jeans today. And I almost cut it before I left the house because it's Your like way too long. amazing. Thanks. But um, then I was yeah, like, oh, the bobbles I'm giving everything. you major Dubai today. Like, this is my look today. It's just like Dubai, like a long dress and jeans. Yeah. Um, I have two phones because I had a droid for many years. And something that iPhone users love to do is droid shame they love to shame people with droids they are like what is that or when your texts come through green they're like look green i can't talk to you your texts are green like they get very snobby about it so you need I, new friends <laughs> that goes without saying i mean that goes with or without the phones but um but i got so self-conscious about it that i went to t-mobile because my droid is on my dad's family plan <laughs> I'm 35, by the way. Adorable. So I went to T-Mobile and I got an iPhone because I was going overseas, Mm. which side note, I just booked a trip to London. I'm excited. You guys should come. Um, For Wimbledon. Oh, wow. Are you playing tennis? Mm -hmm. Mm, Very nice. Anyways, um, (laughs) so I got an iPhone so that people, like when I meet people, I judge their, their energies and depending on their attitudes towards me, if they ask for my number, I will either give them my droid, which is my main number or my iPhone, which was my secondary number. But now, strangely, I do use the iPhone more. I must say I do love the iPhone, and people yeah. are right, and I'm sorry that I was, like, being mad about it. So now I have to exchange this fucking shithole droid, though, because it really sucks, a big old dick, and I well, hate don't take it. Well, don't take it to London. It'll blow up on the plane. Oh, that, yeah. It's already happened. Uh-huh, I, I've yeah. had to get a replacement. No, it's not a Samsung. I don't, I don't fuck with that. But I will oh, also say... I think that's the Samsung that blows up. The Galaxy. The Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stopped blowing up, but have they... Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It's just underreported. Yeah. Most, most, most things are. So that's why I have two phones. Um, but so eventually you'll just be iPhone. Yes, but I like having two numbers because it is kind of. I just, I like to use my iPhone for like music, puzzle games, you know. <laughs> and then I use my Droid for like email and it's, it's annoying. I'm an annoying person. Is you know that. Droid better for email? I like it better for email. Uh-huh. That's the only reason I keep it. 
Okay. Well, droids take better photos than iPhones. Disagree. I, no, really? Oh, are you, this is like Sasquatch. I get four huh? pixels. <laughs> dark as night. I'm always like, I don't know what the what the fuck this was. Every picture I look like Lionel Richie. I'm like, was this? It's not a, it's not a filter. Okay, Lionel so Richie when? I just had that in my head, oh, so I'm taking it out of my head. iPhones are better. They really what are. Do you, what do you I have use? an iPhone. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because we're a Mac, me and my daughter, Mac family. I've had an iPhone since the very beginning. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. First, I've had every 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 gen. Wow. Michael's so ahead of the curve. For you, the listeners of Fresh Batch, this is amazing. Casper is offering $50 towards any mattress purchase at Casper.com. I actually sleep on a Casper. Um, this is not a joke. My bones are cushioned like a NASA space engineer, genuinely. The Casper mattress, it's obsessively engineered, and it's at a shockingly fair price. Y'all, it has just the right sink and just the right bounce if you know what I mean. Once a year, I get to using it, people. Um, It's also made up of two technologies, latex foam and memory foam that come together for a life well slept. And the Casper mattress is now the most awarded mattress of the decade, which is pretty incredible when you think of how many mattresses have been used. What a funny award. Anyways, what are you waiting for? Go get one. And now you can get $50 off towards any mattress purchase. Just go to www.caspertrial.com slash fresh batch. Once again, www.caspertrial.com slash fresh batch. And you're going to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. We're also sponsored by Warby Parker. And what's amazing is I also wear Warby Parkers and not for your benefit, for mine. Warby Parker is offering Fresh Batch listeners a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. Um, Warby Parker makes buying glasses so easy and risk-free. Here's how it works. You go to their home try-on program. You get five pairs of glasses shipped directly to you. You can try them on in the comfort of your own home with pants, without pants, however you feel most comfortable. Uh, and then you get to keep the frames for five days before sending them back. And then you, and it comes with a label because, you know, I hate printing a label. That's like my kryptonite. Printing a label is a nightmare. They actually send you the label, people. So don't let that deter you. Uh, and you know what? You don't even have an obligation to purchase. But you probably will because their glasses are actually really nice and very cheap. So to get your home try on today, go to www.warbyparkertrial.com slash fresh batch. Once again www.warbyparkertrial.com slash fresh batch for your very free five-day home try-on. Michael, we went to D.C. Do you remember? Were you not there for that? No, not D.C. We went to Philly. (laughs) Edit that out. (laughs) Oh, Philly. Philly. I'm an idiot. And Aspen. Wait, why did I think we were in D.C.? We were there for the... Oh, and Aspen. Yeah. Oh, we presented together. D.C. for the Women's March? I was there. Oh, oh. No, but not. It was not. I was thinking of the correspondence center. No, we went to Philly oh, for the. Democ- you went this year to the correspondence center. Fuck no. Oh, I was not invited this year. No, we went for the DNC. Michael and I performed at um, in the very famous song. What the world? No, that was it. That was it. I'm just shaking my head because that. I. It's like never clamped. A wonderful memory. It's ingrained so Did deeply you into my brain. See Bad lip reading of the DNC, though, by the way. No. no oh, my I gosh. Do you know what this right bad, lip re- bad lip reading is? Explain it. Okay. Bad lip reading is this incredible online video series that uh, will take 
uh, current events and re-edit them that we that everyone saw like a debate like a, you know bad lip reading of the debate or bad lip reading of you know I'm sure like the Jeff Sessions hearing will be a new bad lip reading yeah and they did the entire DNC and really was, yes and are we in it we're in it no oh my not, god I don't know You're that like, you and I are specifically I am no I'm not really in it but like our our thing and I don't remember if you are or not but I'm sure I'm not but like I was next to Richard Kind who like refused you know we had four microphones for like 700 people we which were, became I, the whole joke it, which is actually true it was ridiculous I, I mean, know we, it's too bad Richard Kind who I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting oh, I, you I, know I just saw him on Sunday he came to my show did he yeah he's a crack up he is a, he's a total one of a kind he's a one of a his Richard name is Richard Kind, kind. you know he yeah. lives in, the, in our neighborhood I do know yeah, because I used to see him at our bagel place yeah. and he was always in like a knee high sock and a short yep. and, I, but this was before I'd ever met him. And then what he doesn't know is that I, um, my famous Richard kind story is that I was in a full gown years ago doing red carpet at the critics choice awards. And when he came over for me to interview him, I said, you know, we go to the same bagel place, like blah, 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 like Jew to Jew, let's connect. And he was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And like walked away from me. And then later he Charming. came over holding a can of soda. I was like backstage and I was like, oh, he remembers. He remember not that we ever met, but I was like, oh, he's going to like small talk me. And I was like, hey. And he went, uh, yeah, dear, can you throw this out for me? And I was like, yes, I can. In a full gown. I was like, mm-hmm. In a full gown. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a page. I was like, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it's a hilarious fucking story. But, um, but then we do, he, now we do edit together. And he was a real Mike hog. But I got to say, he's also like, he's so funny that it's just like, that's Richard. Like, you can't, yeah. I don't know him well, but made me laugh. Well, they the, Seth Rudetsky and James Wesley, who, who, who are awesome, who yeah. put who put that whole thing together, and they did it other places, and now they have this wonderful concert for America that they do. Oh yes, and um, you know we had a whole plan, and then we got there, and they're like, okay, there's only four mics for fifty people, or Literally however many fifty people. Like, Cagney, not Lacey. Oh no, it was Lacey. No, Cagney and Lacey. Cagney and Lacey. They were both there. I'm sorry, I'm so young. Both Cagney and Lacey were there, and yes. and and so we had the, we had it all planned out. Remember, we got there, and we had it all planned out. Uh, our groups surrounding microphones, which made so much more sense, like a microphone on a stand. Yes. And then they were like, but we need everyone to come downstage at the end of the number. But you have to understand, Mar- uh, Marcel, there's no time. It was like, like you had, there was no room to walk. And I have a long stride. I get less steps on my fucking pedometer than anyone. Like my little <laughs> friends will like hit 15,000. Like we'll spend the day together. And I'm like, oh, how many steps are like 15,000? I look, I'm like nine. That's not right. <laughs> I get really pissed. For me to walk 10,000 steps, I have to traverse the city like six times. It's bullshit. But anyways, um, no, but it was like, there yes. was no time. So suddenly we were like, okay, well, we don't, we can't, we have to hold the mics. And so then it became mic tug of war. Oh, it and everyone that I talked to afterwards, they didn't say, what a wonderful moment, or you looked great, or um, how cool to see all those wonderful people. And the song was, they said, what about those mics? Everyone was like, no, those we were mi-. on Andy Cohen. Uh, Watch What Happens was like, we were, I think we were the Jack Holes of the Week, which is an honor. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> yes. And they paired me also. We, everyone was like wonderful. We all took a bus. I mean, it was just like the craziest it was a bl- thing in the oh world. It, it was, was amazing. Still, like that, the, the, the song itself is not what was special about it. Oh I my mean, God, being I mean, there. Uh, 
being there, hearing oh, the speeches. We were so many people. Oh, oh my, my God. God. We got to walk through it and, and, and like be part of it. And, and it was just so special. I still have, I bought these Hillary buttons because, you know, everyone was like riding high at that DNC. We were like, we're, we, it's like the Chris yeah. Rock thing. Like we won. What the fuck did we win? You know what I mean? But I remember I was like, well, I got to stock up on this merch because, you know, 50 years from now, my ancestors are going to like take it to Antiques Roadshow. It's like, oh, first woman president. You know, right. this is why we lost, by the way, because I bought a two gigantic buttons thinking they were going to be worth like twice as much. Um, it's like, why are people lost? But anyways, the point is I found all that shit and I just set it on fire. I was like, I don't have room for it. No. Did you get rid of it? No, I haven't. Um, I Mars, no, now it's like dewy. Like it's like funny. Uh, I, I give away Hillary magnets. I'm I'm so sad. I don't have any Hillarys. I mean Hillary buttons. Marcel, tell um, the world. Can I have this one? You can have the this Ruth really Bader makes Ginsburg. Me feel special. So I like the Ruth my I like. friend um, Diana Kane has uh, sells these buttons that um, the artist Jen, Jenny Bellin makes, oh. and she she basically takes iconic women like Patti Smith, Michelle Obama, Frida. Kahlo, uh, Rizzo. Rizzo from um, Greece. Yep, Rizzo from Greece. And, um, and she makes these buttons. And, I, and so like every couple of weeks I go there and I buy a bunch of buttons and oh, I give them out to women. And that's men nice. That I like. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you, yeah, I so, love it. Uh, whatever's remaining, you guys can take too. I'm going to cherish my um, notorious RBG button for life. I yeah. love it. I will not donate this No, to you charity. must keep and wear. I will. Yep. Marcel, can we talk about um, why you're a star and like so empowering and wonderful oh gosh if you don't mind is that weird okay no of course um well first of all you're lovely oh thank you and you <laughs> were one of the founders of i'm just gonna say it i think probably the most successful women's zine really in modern history bust magazine yeah so um i started that in 1993 with the person who's still running it and um we you know we we in like the early 90s before the internet and before podcasts we the only way we got information about what was going on in in the world of women was through zines and and the newspaper Mm -hmm. and we felt like super frustrated that the only representation of women that we were we were getting on the other side was from like vogue and cosmo which i read by the way but i didn't also like when you're in your 20s you're filled with insecurities about your body, yourself, and your career, and, and then 30s. looking at... And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, when, you know, Vogue is, like, the only representation of women, right. it's just, like, even more... Oh, my God. Um, upsetting and so we decided uh to start a women's zine then and it was also like in the cusp of riot girl and when punk Mm. broke and anita hill and Mm -hmm. the that that march that we all uh, that some of us who are alive did uh, in the early 90s (laughs) um so it all came out of this like sort of sense of frustration and we created bust as a zine which is like a do-it-yourself magazine which we sold in like you know mom and pop shops around the country and um and I left seven years later when I had a baby, but, you know, it, it's still going and now it's like running as a magazine. Yeah. No, because I used to buy mm-hmm. it when I was a teenager in Miami. There were two Aww. magazines I would buy, Bust Magazine Aww. and the Harvard Lampoon, which they used to sell. Wow. I know they used to sell it at One Borders down in Coconut Grove. And I used to go because it was like, you know, I was just like so needy for comedy and anything cool because Miami is not that place. And those are like my two you know, I was also a sassy girl. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we were we were too, spawned from sassy. Like sassy was the most influential magazine in our lives. Yeah. And when I became friends with Jane Pratt and Christina Kelly and the whole crew that built sassy, mm. it was just like, oh, like these wow. are my girlfriends that I've been waiting to meet my whole life. Sassy like, was, yeah, the it was the shit. I mean, it was yeah, great. It was the best. Yeah. 
and then um, uh, and and then in the wake of the election, I started as uh, like an online magazine called Barb for women over forty who are sort of dealing with like aging and mm. all the stuff that comes with life after forty. It's mm. a nice Stranger Things tie-in as well. Yeah, you should yeah. have her as your like. Barb from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. yeah. She might be <laughs> a little I love Michael. <laughs> Michael, can I just describe one thing about Michael? Because I don't think people listening can just... Your shining, beautiful eyes are so positive. You radiate warmth. Oh, you really do. So you. do you, Marcel. I feel happy when I'm near you. Right? Oh, thank you. you. <laughs> I, don't just, I don't want to know he's like weirded out. But honestly, every time you look at me, I'm like, Michael. Oh, you're, like, so, you're so sweet. sweet. Thank um, you. I have a funny bus story, which is not funny. <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> Before before I was an internet writer, you know, at VH1, best week ever, I, and I don't, maybe it was actually right when I started there, but it was certainly very early in my career. Um, someone at Bus got in touch with me. This was like late 2000s, let's say mid 2000s. So to, after my time. Yes. To me. write a cover story about one of my idols, Parker Posey. Oh, oh wow. What a great combination. And thank you. And I was like, shitting myself like are you I mean hello waiting for Guffman alone it's yeah. I mean she's like a legend so oh, I was yeah. like I'd love to do it but I had never written a celebrity profile before and I love bus so I was like this is like very exciting anyways we had a lot of problem scheduling like she had to cancel it was just like very all over the place and then the one day that she could do it I had the flu but I was like I have to go because so I showed up I mean I looked like um, Voldemort like no nostrils bald I was like <laughs> is this where <laughs> Like, I couldn't (laughs) breathe. And I went down to Soho, and she was as adorable as ever. She was, like, roller skating. You know, she was so quirky and fun and wonderful. And I was, like, the um, Mucinex cartoon, (laughs) like. (laughs) You were that that purple glob thing? I was a glob, and I was, like, so Parker. It was just, I was so embarrassed that that's, like, how I, like, presented to Parker Posey. You know what I mean? And I wrote this profile that I honestly felt embarrassed about. Like, I remember thinking, like, this isn't as good as I can do. I don't know. But it was also my first one. So Mm. I think I was just setting the bar very high and, like, making myself crazy, which is sort of how I am about everything. Um, And I met someone recently. And this is a brag, but it's, like, nice. And that's why I'm telling you. So I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Uh, I met someone recently who was like, oh, my God, I love your writing. She was like, I remember when you did that Parker Posey thing. I loved that. And I was like... I mean, I truly shattered into a million pieces because I was like, you don't even know the backstory on that. Like, I was half human. I was zoo. I was the zoo documentary. I, <laughs> As opposed to the zoo. I was a centaur, oh. except I was full horse. <laughs> I was just a horse. And um, anyways, the point, How did you type? What? How did you type? Well, I hoofed it up. I was like, huff, 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 huff. <laughs> like, it's like long nails when I have acrylics. But... Anyway, so that's my bus story. Wow. But it's, so that story. it's a good story, a but story. I just feel very grateful, even if you weren't there, to that magazine because they really um, kind of trusted me with something they really shouldn't have. So what, was the, the what was the cover photo? What was, what was, what is, it was just me. Can you imagine? No, it was Parker. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember I have it in my house somewhere. I can actually find it in like, I don't know if either of you care, but it was like just Parker with a red background. I remember it was like yellow and red. It was very cute. She's wonderful. Uh, I remember asking her about like indie cinema and like, what the fuck else am I going to ask her about? And she was like, you know, I've also been in like major motion pictures. And I was like, but it's best. Like, we don't want right. to. I bet, you know, anyways, great. I remember when she was in Scream 3. This is probably around the same time. Mm. Well, maybe a little later. Later. Yeah. I remember being like, she's selling out. She was in like. But you know what? You got to get that check. I oh, got to tell you something. Hello. I I just, I'm not going to say for what. I, I won't even go there because you know what? It's not professional. Um, let's not even go there. How's that? How's that? <laughs> let's just move on. 
Um, let's also talk just quickly because let's get back to TV for two milliseconds and then I'm going to try to call my mom. Although she, I think, is on to us as far as... Um, when you call at noon on Tuesdays. She yeah, knows yeah. because I did it last week without telling her. And then, of course, everyone loved it because she's like a nutcase, but also yeah. wonderful and like very funny. And um, let's see what happens. But um, are you either of you watching Housewives? Mm, I watched no. a little bit of The Real Housewives of New York. You did for me? For you. <gasps> Michael. And because I was uh, legitimate. You know, like it's, it's one of those things where, where you said watch a little bit of this. And I thought, well. It's not really my thing, but I've always wanted an excuse. What's your thing? On it's TV? Like, yeah. Um, I like, you know, I don't watch, I, I, I watch, especially the last like year, yeah. I watch this really scary show called News. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I spend so much time watching news. I'm like not in the mood for that joke right now. I'll be honest. I'm so burnt out in the news that I like can't even laugh at that. I'm I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not. It's it's not even funny. It's so terrifying. It's so and and like never in my wildest dreams did I think I would do be in a play and want to rush home at night, not go out with my friends and drink. But no, I want to rush home and watch news. You never, want to watch the news? Well, I I just I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to it. Oh my god! Yeah, I was never politicized. Now I listen to podcasts. About I do too. I was, I'm like, why am I, listen I listening to, to this? I listen to I listen to yeah. the news at the gym. Yeah. Instead of you know what it reminds me of, and I hate music. to compare this because obviously I feel like I'm going to go, and this is a mild edited out situation. <laughs> but after 9/11 happened, it was like I could not leave the house. I mean, obviously everyone was yeah. traumatized from that, but for about two months, literally, and I was in college, I like failed a class because I stayed in my room and I watched the news 24 hours a day. I like wasn't sleeping because you, it's almost like you cannot get enough information. And especially with what's happening now, it's like every fucking hour, there is something new happening and something. And then this Megan Kelly and Alex Jones thing, which seems awful. Happening there. Why the fuck is that happening? I'm over Megan Kelly because I went and bought her book because like, (gasps) uh, because of, wait, I'll tell you why. Because she was like, the Trump people are making it impossible for people to read my book. And then I read that one page where she was like, what's this feminism thing? Is this like men, women hating men? And then I was just like, nope, I'm done. I'm breaking up with you. She done. I was never well, going out with her, right, but right, then right. I was like, no, well, when no, no, she no, was like no Santa Claus is white, it's like Santa Claus. Remember when she I was? I don't even remember that. Oh, no, she did this whole I thing about Santa. She was like, can we just all agree that Santa Claus is white? What? Santa Claus See, is not Santa real. Santa Claus doesn't I ne- exist. I never, I that never figment in her imagination is white. I what? never paid attention to her until I heard her on on Terry Gross on NPR, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll support her." And then I read, and then uh, and if I had known that, if I wouldn't have, I would have been like. No. I would have been locked in if she said Santa Claus was hot. I'd be like, wait, Santa Claus is fucking hot? Like, stop, huh? Like, then I'd be like, Ming, how do you know that he's hot? That Santa Claus is like, not my type. All right, let's call my mother. Let's call her. Do we feel good about Get her on this? the phone. I'm like nervous. By the way, can I also What's add- your mother's name? Judy. Judy. Get Judy Collins. Um, she used to work at J. Crew and people would come in. She goes, the J is for Judy. Judy Crew. And I like oh. never laughed. Okay, wait. Um, I was like, ugh. <laughs> but I should also add that I think I was so nervous about her getting upset with me for calling her last week. I have actually not spoken to her since that. Oh, really? <laughs> so she's going to be very excited to hear from me. Why was she upset that you called? She wasn't. I just was worried that she was going to be Uh-oh. like, I'm mad that you recorded me. So your mom doesn't make you call her every day? My mom does. She, every day? Yeah, it's annoying. I have to say something. We need to discuss that actually because she would 
sometimes I do, but sometimes I need space because I feel like I'm, I mean, her parents lived in Israel until they passed away and she's always like, call every day. And I'm like, ma, if you never, you called your parents once a month because it was like $40 a minute. Like what? Right. The point is, I wish they would just move to well, Israel. Okay. Also hard in, when, you know, when yeah. you're, when you're like, I mean, I, I, I don't call my parents every day by any means. We text a lot and, 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 but you know, it's sort of hard because your life changes so much I when know. you're in businesses like we are, where it's like every day my life is a completely different thing. Mm. And I just don't have time to explain it's how my life energy. is different today. I really do call my mom to talk about housewives. Let's give her a buzz. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm here. She's going to know. call has been forwarded to what an automated a voice bitch. Message. Let me call the house. She Let me call the house. Too? Yeah, no, yeah. you call know what? Her phone, her phone is, her phone is what fucked up. What a Bitch. Her phone is her phone is <laughs> fucked up. Something's with her phone where every time I call it, it automatically does that. And then watch, I'm going to tell her, and she's going to be like, "Mandate for my father." Okay, wait. She may not be home. It's noon. It's bagel hour. They leave the house. <laughs> bagel hour in Miami. I'm nervous. I hear. I feel like I feel her energy. Hello. Hey. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Uh, okay. What's going on? Nothing. What's happening? You're in a bad mood? Uh, not at all. We are having breakfast. So uh-huh. can I call you back? Um, or do you not want to be on my podcast? Is that why you're hanging up? Oh, is that? Oh, you're on a podcast now? Uh-huh. Oh, congrats. Thanks. I'm on my podcast. Well, I know. I don't have a podcast. I know. Are you um, upset with me for not talking to you for a few days? I feel like your energy is off. No, no, not at all. Didn't we speak two days ago? Okay. So listen. I, yes, I, I admit I did miss you yesterday. Okay, see? that. Thank you very much. Talk to me for two minutes. Why? What is something going on that okay. I shouldn't know about? Am I interrupting something between you and Dad? I feel like something weird is no, happening. No, we actually are having breakfast and contemplating the Jeopardy final question for today. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about Housewives last week because we talk, a lot happened. Michael Yuri watched it. What's your take on uh, oh, last the Berkshires, week's... the Berkshires. The Berkshires. The fight with Ramona and Bethany. Oh. What do you think? Well, you know that I'm on Bethany's side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whatever it is, I think that Ramona is a shit-stirrer. And not only with Bethany, but, you know, with whoever she... You know, she's got, like, little uh, tips. And usually it's with everybody. Yeah. I'm not a Ramona fan. I never was. And also. I don't find her overly oh. intelligent. Yeah, and the drinking. Ramona also. and her drinking. I mean, it's the drinking, and it's just, uh, to, in my opinion, she's not uh, a bright woman. Uh, when you listen to her conversation, she never says anything. She's very repetitious and dumb. So that's my opinion about Ramona, and it did not change in years. <laughs> she seemed like she was uh, trying to, she seemed like she was trying to take the spotlight and... Uh, cause problems to me. Mm-hmm. No question about it. I also think that she's very, very jealous of Bethany. Oh yeah, yeah. And why? Success. She Bethany has success of her own. Her. Uh, there, there are a lot of issues there that Ramona is going through. I think we're in connection with Bethany that she cannot swallow it uh, just regularly. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, but but to go and bring up in a lunch, you know some uh, movie that Bethany did in her youth. I mean, come on. That, yeah. that was awful. Yeah, all my porn movies are and off limits. And bring a little girl into it, which is even 
Well, well, that was really a stupid was, thing that she did. I have to say. Ramona is not a bright woman. She's dumbest. <clears throat> and what about uh, Jill Zarin's return, which we were excited about? Uh, do you remember when I told you that Jill is a big gossiper? Mm-hmm. The moment that they sat in the restaurant, oh, tell me about it. Oh, she's very. She. I uh, was never a fan. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Who do you like, uh, I Bethany? Mind if she was um, left behind. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. I like the I woman like whose Luen. house they I were like in. The Duran Duran Duran. Story She's because cool. Next season, I'm waiting for the Luen divorce. Ooh. So that's exciting. Uh-huh. And uh, I love Bethany can do no wrong in my book. Wow. wow do no wrong. I disagree, but okay. Wow. I like Bethany, but I do think she's capable of doing wrong. <laughs> that's a I gauntlet f- thrown down. That yeah. my mother is... I find Bethany... I wish she had like 10% more compassion, I feel, or warmth. Is what I need from yeah. her. I feel that she's very warm towards her friends. And once you, she does not give you a second chance. In other words, like with Ramona, you, you know, step over the threshold once, you kick her ass once, she's never going to be there bending over for the second time. Mm. That's the way I feel about Bethany. And you know what? It's a very good philosophy. All right. Because somebody you have... that's going to kick you once will kick you again. Well, that's true. Mike shame on, shame on, shame on me. Uh, do, do you oh, have... So sweet. Thank you, guys. Oh. oh, we didn't say anything nice, but you're welcome. <laughs> Go on. No, do you I have any adult oh, really... Yes. I feel like when... Thank when the... you, Michael. Okay. You're welcome. Let me tell you something, what's going on. Your podcast is on Tuesday. The housewives are on Wednesday. That's right. At my age, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Between last week, Wednesday, and today, most of it I don't remember what happened. Well, there was Carol's art opening. um, Oh, which, by the way, that artist was beyond amazing, and I wish I owned one of those paintings. You would hang a Carol Radziwill original in your home? Yes. Hmm. Because I know you don't love Carol. It's not that I don't love her. I find she's kind of devoid of personality, but the art is art. That was very pretty. Art is art. You know, we cannot, you know, pick an art because somebody is, uh, you know, like sensational personality or not. So, Mom, one last thing before we go, um, because yes. Michael actually requested we talk to you about this, and I just saw it. Oh, um, okay. We're, the Wonder Woman movie. Now, I saw it um, with my best friend this weekend. Michael, when did you yes. see it? I saw it? it last week with some castmates. Uh, After a show. Oh, I thought of Wonder Woman. Oh, no, no, no. My castmates are the play I'm in. And Marcel, have you seen it? I saw it the first day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved it. I was so happy. I thought it was wonderful. I had two issues Uh with it. But, um, and I'll get... I didn't see it, though, but the reviews in the New York Times were beyond glowing. They were glowing. glowing. And do you like, because why Michael wanted to know is you're from Israel, and Gal Gadot, who's who's Wonder Woman, is Israeli. Yes, she's gorgeous, and I like her. I like her, too. And, yeah, she's really good in the movie. Yeah. She's gorgeous in the movie. I thought some of the acting, I was like... It's okay. Like, let's not... I mean, she's not American, so I'm sure the accent, you know, it, it was a little stiff to me at times. I'm just being honest. Uh-huh, but, like, uh-huh. physically, she was gorgeous. I also wished she would have done a few more bicep curls, and I'm not body shaming. It's the opposite. Like, she wasn't... She was like a model. I mean, she looked like a Victoria's Secret angel. It didn't bother me that she wasn't ripped because she she felt very fit, like, when she did those kicks and yeah. the things... Well, she's the, also yeah. not human. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. part. She's, she's, she's an Amazon. I she's, know, but Wonder Woman. I mean, I'm an Amazon. Mom, you're an Amazon. Yeah, but your the father's not her. Zeus. I don't she's know a from god. What farm from the Amazon? Do I come from? But please. <laughs> <laughs> but we are Amazons, Mom. You're five ten and a half in your youth. I'm six one. 
you know, listen, she's, uh, I did not see the movie. I can't, you know, vouch for what's going on in it. I know it got great reviews in the New York Times. It's The movie is doing very well it here is. and worldwide. And, uh, yeah, you very know, empowering. For I also wish it was like 30 minutes shorter. I agree. Uh, well, there's. I agree. Well, come on. I, I feel that way with one. all movies. No, no sure. Movies no. can always be shorter. I, I, if you would have given me editing skills, I could have knocked easy fifteen minutes. Or off give of me it. an intermission so I can go to the bathroom and not oh, miss give anything. Give me something. Or what about less stuff before the movie? Because oh, I think sure. oh, a lot God. of the times when you when you when you figure like a two and a half hour movie is a three hour ordeal, mm. and you don't wow, always. That's a long you still don't like, you know, even though we know there's going to be previews, we still don't really take that into account like, when we make a plan. Unless it's Malcolm X. Leave me out of it. And, uh, Mom, you also don't even go into the theaters anymore. Isn't that right? Uh, no, not ever since we have, you know, this on-demand business happening. Yeah. The what? On-demand. Uh, we oh. just saw, Daddy and I saw an amazing movie on Sunday, an on-demand, uh, an Iranian movie called The Salesman. It won the best foreign film this year at the Oscars, and I have to recommend it to everybody. A sensational movie, great story, and fabulous acting. If you don't mind, you know, a movie in Farsi, and you have to read the subtitles, it's a movie for everybody. It's amazing. Um, well, I love Farsi, so I'm going to see it. And also, you tend to recommend <laughs> you <are such> good <laughs> films. I'm in a farce right now. Yes. Oh, Michael is in a farce. Ma, you should come to New York. We can go see Michael Urie's play, The Government Inspector. Oh, oh, we're hoping to be in New York um, in September. Oh, in September. All right, we'll just see Hamilton. All right, Ma, love ya. <laughs> I'll call you later. Bye, Marcel. Bye, it was nice Michael. to meet you. Bye. 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 Nice to meet you. Bye, Ma. So, all right, well, listen, this was, um, we had no Bachelorette to recap, but I think we still got a lot of sizzling hot info out there oh, which sure. is all great it's crazy what's going on it's wild do you guys want to plug anything oh uh, marcel um uh yes uh my daughter's book earth hates me comes out october 3rd and your daughter is how old she's 16 oh wow okay. and, um, furious but congrats yeah and uh <laughs> so that's exciting wow, wow. I know. look at it believe me anytime i bring it out now she's like mom is We're it looking uh, at what the is cover the right now for this book um this is for teenagers and also people who know teenagers um, so, because it's it's I like don't know any, but I'll it's, read it. It's basically, <laughs> she talk, she does a lot of slut shaming stuff in here, oh. and she talks about feminism and boys and. And I have a quote from one of my favorites, Amy Poehler, Amy, on the cover. Yep. Look at her. Amy, Amy did a. Amy supported us. Thank God bless her. And well, also she, Paul Shear, your butt, our butt. Oh, our he's butt, great. Our oh, we love I love Paul Shear. And a bunch of other cool girls. Another but, Bachelor um, so fan. funny on Veep. That's a show I watch, Veep. I love Veep. I Veep, Veep yep. Oh, I love Veep. Veep. Brilliant. And Silicon Valley. I like that double, the double lamb. I watch it for too. seven hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like leftovers. I just don't leave the house. They leftovers? Find me, like, I don't want to talk about leftovers. I'm going to miss it so much. Um, all right, Michael. Uh, government inspector come see us the Red Bull Theater Company Done. Um, and when the new season of Younger comes back <gasps> oh. I'll be back as Redmond the, I'm, I'm one of the I'm a book agent on, on Younger oh my named God. Redmond my God. Redmond have, have you watched it before? I watched uh, like some of season because I go out with younger men a lot that's, uh-huh. like, that's Marcel's thing that's my whole thing is yeah. because uh, men my age are, look like your dad uh, not, not your specifically, but like someone's dad. And I like, so younger men, aesthetically pleasing and also finish up faster because I have a lot of things going on. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. I like younger uh-huh. men. That yeah, was yeah. specific. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. specific. That's Marcel's thing. I love yeah. it. Yes, I like it too. I'm very. I, I talk about it on Barb too. How I like younger men. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So younger. Younger. I'll be back on younger and government inspector. Right. And, and then I'm doing torch song in the. I'm doing the uh, torch song. Harvey Firestein's yes, trilogy. play. Oh trilogy. My God. Yes. It's now we lost the trilogy. It's just called Torch Song. Is it? Yeah, I don't know why. I guess we're just not gonna do it. It's not gonna be as long, but I'm doing that in the fall, off Broadway. Oh, I'm gonna come. My daughter's a huge musical theater. Uh, it's not a musical, but but, but, but come anyway. She goes to LaGuardia and she's a drama oh, student. Loves to she play. She should see government inspector. I'm bringing her. It's I'm, very funny I'm and gonna, very. I'm, what yeah. if I had just left? Sorry. I like I'm out of the room. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, like, sorry, sorry. well, that's our podcast, like from the What's hallway. Going no, on? <laughs> no, I'm really glad you guys are connecting, but people, we got to wrap it sorry. up because people are already like they're like <laughs> unsubscribing. Edit all this out because it's not important. Um, no, but listen, I'm so glad we got an hour long plug in for each of you. That's really important. <laughs> and um, guys, and thank you for listening to this all new episode of Fresh Batch. Um, if you're listening to this before Wednesday, June 14th evening time, and you live in New York, you should come to my UCB show. Um, we're going to record it for the podcast, but we have Who Weekly's Lindsay Weber, Bobby Finger, and Irene from Real World Seattle is going to be wow. there. And it's just like fun and it's great. So come to that. And um, this has been a, a fresh batch. Thank you guys. And we'll see you next week. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. That you. was fun. Bye, guys. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.